All right, stocks are having a great day. Let's talk some picks and what companies might continue to work. Austin Graff joins us, portfolio manager of the TrueShares Low Volatility Equity Income ETF. Austin, what's generating low volatility? Because as we were just discussing, that is the goal right now. Yeah, hi, Oliver. Um, so low volatility right now seems to be, as it always is, kind of high quality stocks with attractive cash flows. I think one thing people need to focus on right now that maybe they haven't focused on as much uh, in the recent past is focused on profitability and, and free cash flow instead of just focusing on the top line. Obviously, inflation uh, is something that's on everyone's mind. And, and so companies are often, you know, they have the ability to um, increase prices in many cases, which are adding to top line growth. However, if, if they don't have the ability to control their costs, uh, that could be an issue for margins and, and for uh, investor returns over the long term. So we're looking for high quality companies that not only have the ability to increase prices, but also have the ability to control their costs. A couple of uh, the stocks on your mind have done well. A couple of them have suffered. Uh, United Health has had a great right. year. On the flip side, Verizon's down the dumps. Oh, what are the, if we didn't know anything about their products or services, uh, what fundamentally separates these companies in terms of what you think is driving that performance? Yeah, it's it's two different stories here. So United Health has a great business. Um, they've got Optum, which is their service-oriented business, allowing them to improve the quality of service to customers, improve the guest experience. So they're growing at a nice pace while also improving profitability. One of the few companies in the second quarter to actually increase uh, their annual guidance with second quarter earnings. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're just executing better than others. Um, so, so you're paying a higher price for that, but the, the growth justifies that price in our opinion. Um, Verizon is obviously a different story where they've struggled a little bit because there's been some competition on pricing from both AT&T and T-Mobile. Um, there's also been some questions if Verizon's network is as high quality as uh, as it has been in the past, given uh, the amount of competition coming in and, and the requirement to invest in, in 5G going forward. We believe uh, Verizon has kind of a best-in-class management team that's making the right investments. They're going to maintain one of the market-leading positions in the space, uh, allowing them to grow over the medium term, if you look out kind of a couple quarters from today. So if you're picking it up today at kind of a mid-single-digit earnings multiple uh, with a, a dividend yield that's in excess of 6%, we think that that's a good buy um, mm. if, if investors are willing to hold for kind of the medium term. What do you watch for in terms of Verizon's competitive edge uh, going forward? Is it just about uh, uh, how fast they are uh, losing customers or is it about gaining customers? You know, they don't have quite the same degree. I mean, there's Fios, of course, but they don't have the same cable connections, say an AT&T does. And I guess a little bit they do, uh, but they shouldn't suffer quite the same cord cutting uh, pressure that AT&T has over the last several years, right? Right, you wanna look for pricing on the wireless space. So their ability okay. to increase pricing uh, as customers go unlimited, uh, that's, a, that's a big aspect of their business. I think a lot of people are assuming that customers are gonna be able to trade down to lower price plans. Uh, at the end of the day, data is becoming a more significant part of people's lives, whether it's through 
uh, your cell phone, through your car, or through the smart home features that, that many people use. And we think Verizon and the 5G kind of platform are, are going to be in place to leverage that over the long term. The question is just how long it takes them to get that into place. Okay, all right, so uh, we'll see how the uh, economic situation uh, supports uh, people paying high prices for uh, good service. Apparently they're cutting back a little bit on uh, the iPhone demand. Uh, is, does that report have connections to Verizon? You know, I think it does a little bit. Uh, it could indicate that so some more subsidy is needed to, to get people to up their plans. And, and with those subsidies, obviously the, the more expensive phones or the, the more feature, um, the, the, the more featured phones require more data because people are using them more for data issues. So they're more likely to then take a, an unlimited plan. Um, so, so it could have some impact, but I think the impact is, is pretty marginal. Okay, uh, and then uh, thinking about the tech exposure, just lastly, Austin, with the fund, uh, how do you manage that when tech has been leading to the downside? Because I imagine when you're sifting through uh, for these screens on these qualities, cash flow dynamics, you're gonna get a lot of big tech in there uh, generally, but do they get filtered out based on the way they've been trading or how does that work? We don't have a lot of big tech in the fund, mainly because of valuations, okay. and we aren't really comfortable with their growth prospects. So we're willing to pay up for a name like United Healthcare uh, when we're comfortable with the, the growth prospects. But in many cases, we think some of these technology companies have seen a bit of a a bubble in sorts as people were working from home and as people go back to the office. We think that there could be a little less continuity in that growth. And so we, we are comfortable paying up for some of the prices people have been paying. On top of that, we think valuation is gonna be more important going forward as the Federal Reserve continues to increase interest rates and as inflation uh, continues to, to kind of be a thorn in the side uh, of officials. So we, we think it's probably smart to, to steer away from some of the big tech names. We own some technology, but it's not the names that you're used to seeing. It's more value tech. So like a Norton LifeLock is a name that we own in the portfolio, has a very high um, free cash flow profile, as well as paying a decent dividend. Um, and, and it's just a different type of tech. Okay, love it. Love the details uh, on the process here. Another fund that's doing a lot better than the market, uh, lower by about 7.5% year to date. Of course, S&P down 20, NASDAQ down 30. So you guys are doing a good job uh, saving people money there as well. Thanks, Austin. Thanks, Oliver. All right, there we go. How you like that? Starting off the show with a bunch of funds beating the heck out of the market. The True Shares Low Volatility Equity Income ETF, DIVZ.